Hey guys, and welcome to the Rambling Yid podcast. Uh, my name is Silvio, and I've wanted to start a podcast for a very long time now. Um, and finally, I actually made it uh, and start start doing it. And now I'm uploading my first episode, which I'm really excited for. Um, I, I'm naming this podcast the Rambling Yid because I am a person who can talk much and I'm drifting sometimes away. So rambling is always a bit, it's like the perfect word for me because I will start with a theme and then end up talking about something different in the end. But I think it in the end it should be working all fine. And uh, yeah, that's why I'm calling it the rambling year. Uh, my name is Sylvia, as I said, and um, I have no experience with podcasting at all. So this all might be a bit <laughs> just random sometimes and um i have to i have to quite i have to get into it myself and learn how to do podcasting and yeah this is literally my first attempt now uh, i've not tried and and make like excuses now to be like oh no i'm not knowing how to do it and then because then i end up just don't start this podcasting thing and end up just you know throwing it away so that's why i thought like no you're just gonna start now and it's just Ramble about Spurs, the club you love and the club you have so much to talk about anyway. Um, just maybe a bit about myself. I'm, I am from Switzerland, so that's why my English is probably not the best. And I have sometimes a bit mistakes uh, when I'm talking English. So, uh, yeah, if I make mistakes, just remember I am from Switzerland. Um, I have um, been a fan of Spurs since I was... I think 16, which sounds quite late, but um, it's uh, there was um, my stepmom, which she is from England, um, and she's from London, and her father, so my grandfather, is a Tottenham fan, and he bought me a Spurs shirt, I think, when I was 17, and since then, I just watched every game, never missed one, got loads of shirts and just yeah just fell in love with the club um but yeah my my family is not that much with football so i'm probably the only person really that is like um a football freak my dad watches a lot but he is for liverpool so i'm not really (laughs) have much in common with with tottenham with him so i'm usually just speaking in a tottenham group uh, from Switzerland um, and I, I just love to exchange like feelings and 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 um, topics about Tottenham and I could just talk for so long about Tottenham and I just it just never gets boring and you know in football there's so much happening anyway so I mean just there's always a topic you can talk about so I thought well why don't I just start my podcast and just ramble about Spurs and that's what I'm doing now I always thought about doing YouTube um, and this is so that's why I'm thinking about doing it on a, with camera so I may end up uh, filming uh, this podcast because we have like as I said I'm trying to um, make a studio podcast like a studio for podcasting and we have like a nice table and we just sort of need the background. But um, my friends and I start a podcast about the whole of the Premier League, 
where we just discuss games, but we're going to do that in Swiss German. Um, and that's why um, there's a background, probably is not all about Spurs. So if you if I ever going to record and, and film myself doing this podcast, then just don't be... Uh, <laughs> don't be suspicious when there's another club on the wall. I am total Tottenham fan, and that's it's always going to stay like that. <laughs> um, as I said, um, I may be stuck. That's see, that's that's just the perfect name. I'm just now rambling, and I didn't even start the the first topic I actually wanted to talk about. Um, but yeah, now I even forgot what I was actually going to talk about. Um, <laughs> That's just the perfect name, Rambling Year. I'm just fucking rambling. Um, no, as I said, I wanted to do YouTube for a long time. That's what I want. Um, and now I'm just starting to podcast because I think, I don't know, it's just, I love I love to talk. I love to talk to people and just n- learn about their lives. I just love to exchange. And um, I'm not a shy person. Like when I, especially when I had a bit of alcohol, I'm just talking to everyone and, and just, you know, I mean, we are here in this world and everyone is like, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like when when people always not like, are shy and especially in Switzerland, England is probably not that much. But in Switzerland, everyone is quite for themselves and not really talking to other persons a lot. So it's not that. And Switzerland is not really an open country. Um at least that's my experience. And I thought always when I'm in England, just people talk to you or in the US, people just talk to you and have no shame about that. And there's, this is like a thing I really try and uh, yeah, I used for myself to just talk to people because in the end, I mean, it's, you make so many friendships and, and, and new, new um, contacts when you just talk to people and meet them and just ramble about life. And yeah, that's what I'm, that's why I quite like podcasting. Um, and yeah, and I'm trying to start my own. Um, I will talk about um, just most of the time, just I think just Spurs in general, like transfers, games that we had. And maybe I'll find some people that want to join me on the podcast for, I don't know, some episodes. And maybe I'll just invite them as well. Um, but probably I'm going to be a bit alone on that part because I don't know many people that are Tottenham fans in Switzerland that can talk English fluently so it then it, it, the, the talk will be a, a bit forced you know that's why it's probably going to be me most of the times but maybe I'll find someone in England and I mean I can do podcasts when they're in England as well so they don't have to sit here and talk and yeah that's why um uh yeah <laughs> I'm just talking man it's like seven minutes and I don't think I've I've actually said something like reasonable but you know that's what you get when you follow the rambling git podcast as we say so how I got though I've I've made notes actually on what I want to talk about in this podcast um the first one is introduction that's what I did I am from Switzerland I am 22 years old um and I am a Spurs fan since I was 17 years. Um, and yeah, so I think I'm just, this is now, uh, this is a bit of a test episode anyway, because I'm trying to learn a bit how to do podcasting, um, trying to, you know, understand the microphones and how you can optimize it 
the microphone and the sound quality of it. Um, I'm trying to. I'm recording now with um, a microphone I bought, which I think it sounds alright. It should be enough at least for this podcast. Um, and I think I don't know. I don't. Know, I think it's it should be alright for the quality. It's. Um, I didn't. I do not have the money to like go full of the best equipment but i think for this for a start and i did loads of like research on microphones and stuff so i think for a starting podcast the mic the, the setup that i have now should be all right um yeah and now i'm just going to talk about spurs and the current situation and i'm drinking mate i don't know if anyone knows that mm. um i'm drinking mate not really, uh, not many of my friends really enjoy it. I've tried to get um, drink. I'm trying to, I was trying to make them drink mate as well, like yerba mate, because um, it's actually quite healthy, but it's not for everyone. But I actually quite like it. My my uncle's from Argentina and he always used to drink it and I always quite liked it. And that's why now I, I started to drink it every morning. And I just, I feel, actually, I quite feel the benefits already. Like, it's just, um, it is quite healthy. It has, it has loads of vitamins and nutri- nutritions that you need. And also it has caffeine. And I just, I just feel like really, like, I could run like 20 kilometers. And I don't know, it just makes me like so fucking uh, powerful. I just feel so powerful when I drink mate. So now I just that's why I literally started drinking it every morning. And uh yeah actually actually, actually love it. And now and I'm I saw Eric Dyer drinking uh, drinking mate as well. So I'm quite friends with, with Eric now. Um and probably a Romero drinks mate as well. I can't imagine an Argentine not drinking mate. So Romero and and, and Dyer probably drink um mate loads together. So yeah, now I'm joining the Mate Club as well. Um, and if you want to try it, then yeah, I think it's a good thing. But it's not for everyone because it's quite bitter. And yeah, but I'm now talking about Mate, not about Spurs. So I'm going <laughs> to switch back to the Spurs part of it. And when I I was talking now about Romero and Argentina. And I mean, uh, we could I could talk about a bit of uh, about the final as well. Because that final of the World Cup was so... It was like the be- one of the best games I've ever watched. I mean, there was just so many ups and downs. And of course, I was um, for Romero. They, not just because there was uh, Romero and Messi, but also because they beat England and, um, yeah, kicked us out of the World Cup. Um, but um, uh, because of, of my uncle from Argentina as well, so and Messi and Romero, and Romero is like one of my favorite players from Spurs, so that's why I, yeah, was cheering for Argentina. And um, they played brilliant in the first half, they played brilliant, and then the second half was a bit, you know, um, I think they just, you know, not played, not didn't play like they played in the first half, and that cost them a goal, and this goal, like, just completely. It was a bit of a surprise, you know, that goal. Um, it came out of nothing, to be honest, because France, they weren't really on the attacking side on the game because France is never really making the game. France is always, like, holding back and then just wait for their opponents to make the game. And then after that, they just, like, use the, the smallest errors and then just push forward and score. And if with the speed of Mbappe, I mean, just the counter-attacks from France were just... They are brilliant. I mean, Mbappe... 
is I mean I don't really like his personality on of just the the things I saw with the contracts of Real Madrid, which he just I mean it's so much money he makes. It, it sounds like I'm being uh, what do you call that uh, a pity, but you know I just I just feel anyway, he may he could have gone to Real Madrid, but then he sort of made it look like. He wanted to stay at Paris, but now he already wants to leave. So it's just this. It was just about uh, it was just about the money and the, this contract he got. I mean, he was now he had the chance to had his saying on transfers as well. And uh, I don't know. Is is he's a brilliant football player, but I just feel like he's a bit too young sometimes to just like you know have those have that much saying of it, you know. But anyway, um. Mbappe made like scored three goals and a penalty and lost the final. I mean that is unbelievable how you can score that many goals in a final and still lose, and that just says it all about the game. And um, I think Romero played brilliant and just I, I just love Romero because he's just like a, such a, a psycho to be honest. Because he's like when when Argentina scored, I think it was the two 0 the way he just ran to Mbappe and just screamed in his face and. I even made like an Instagram post about revenge and stuff, and it's because it looked like he was revenging Kane for the missing penalty. But um, yeah, no, it was just a brilliant game. Romero played good, and I think Romero really, I think, because I, I honestly thought he could have played for Spurs the, the last few games of before the tournament, but I don't really think he wanted to risk anything. That's why he didn't play. Because I thought, I guessed he would would have probably been fit, but. You know, uh, I think this Argentina team was probably it's like Messi's last World Cup, so everyone was just trying to play in that team. And um, I think, fair enough, they they did win it now, and I think it's it's fair enough for Romero, and he will be back for the first of the January for the game against um, who are we actually playing for. I don't even remember now where we're playing. Um, but anyway, he's he's gonna be ready for the game, um, and we are gonna play Aston Villa exactly. So he probably sees uh, Martinez again. Although I don't think the new trainer of Aston Villa is a is is a fan of Martinez to be honest, because he was like he's not talking really good, and I think he also said something about he want to get rid of him, which I'm not really understanding because Martinez really played a good um uh how can you call it um season uh, season world cup he played a brilliant world cup but um i still think um he's like a really good goalkeeper but maybe it's the better for martinez anyway because he can now join another club which is has a bit more you know ambition for for like champions league and stuff so maybe for martinez like he probably doesn't care but uh you know martinez was at Arsenal, so I'm not gonna talk about him loads. But he he was just like he's like a complete he was a complete prick in the in the final. I mean, with the things he did was just unbelievable. I uh, laughed my ass off when uh, laughed my ass off. That's not even a saying. Um, <laughs> I really laughed so hard when um, he did that hand gesture with with the pot, with the trophy. With his, I don't know. It was so weird. But uh, yeah, no. Um, 
anyway, that was that was the final of the World Cup, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, but I hope Romero is going to be fit and and uh, back in this lineup because, as we saw against Brentford, our defense is it, it's just lacks of leadership. I don't know. Dyer, he played good games, and I always thought, yeah, like Dyer is back in in good shape, and and is like producing good quality defending but in in the last few games he just really wasn't on top of his game and I just thought I don't know they it's just someone missing who who has the lead and I think Dyer even gets better with Romero next to him it just I just sort of feel like Romero has this presence where he's just like helping Dyer with him just by being on the right side of him, if you know what I mean. It's just like Romero has this presence and this this aggressiveness of just like totally going for it. And I just think it helps Dyer. Um, But we definitely need a new centre-back like Pastoni or... um, Pastoni, I think I was... Conti really wanted him, but maybe there's another one coming. I don't know really what the situation is now because as we always know and every Spurs fan know transfer windows is always a complete pain in the ass um sorry that was I was trying to look at um the current situation so I think they're looking at um Leverkusen by Leverkusen defender Piero Hincapié I don't really heard of him um I think he plays for Ecuador and Conti on uh, wants him. Um, could be a shout. I don't know. Really, in Conte, I trust really because Conte is such a brilliant manager. We just have to back him in whatever he needs. And uh, I just hope Levy is not dumb enough to to fuck that up again. Because if if Conte goes, I just feel like Kane is going as well. And uh, that's just a thing we really have to look look out for. That that doesn't happen because Kane is like still such an important part of Tottenham and Conti is like the best manager I think that is out there or the one of the best managers at least um which we have him and we just need the backing of him because otherwise he's gonna leave because if Conti is not backed then he will just leave the club and that's just how Conti is and that will as it's always gonna be like that and Conti doesn't gonna change that but it's, I feel like it's fair enough. I mean, he proved if you get if he gets the backing, then he wins titles. So we just need him to be. We just need Levy to be fully behind him. But obviously, we all know that Levy is just like with money. When it comes to money, he just he looks out for his club just to make a, a revenue um, by I don't know making like f- boxing fights in his in his uh, new stadium and not really spending that much in players which he actually should um but yeah then we're also looking out for barcelona midfield frank kessie which i think they made an offer already now tottenham over 50 million um and i think they wanted him a long time ago and then he just signed for barcelona um but now he's not really playing for barcelona um so that's why tottenham are going for him again um and I think he could be all right. Um, I just feel like our midfield lacks of a bit of um, um, creativity because Bentecourt and Hoiberg together are fantastic. And 
I don't want to hear anyone saying something else. Bentacore and Hoiberg are brilliant because there is they have like such a good understanding. Um, but and here's the but um, we lack of creativity and Bentacore and Hoiberg is not really the man for creativity. They are brilliant midfielders. Don't get me wrong, but when it comes to creativity, I don't think they will be our solution. Um, so that's why I think uh, a Frank Cassie, which I think I'm not I'm not too keen on Frank Cassie, but on what I heard and seen, I think he is a offensive midfielder as well. But and here's something I wanted to talk about for a long time now, um, and I'm not sure if everyone agrees with me, but I mean, you can also now. Where can I, where could you, like, that's what I wanted to do a YouTube channel as well, because when I'm saying stuff, you can't really answer me or, or get me, um, like, you know, comment on, on the things I say, and we can't really have a discussion now. So that's, that's like another reason why I think I should make a YouTube channel, just so, um, you know, you have like a, a, a platform where you can like write comments, you know. Um, but for this first episode, I'm not going to film it um, just because I just wanted to try and see how it feels to just talk for like 50 minutes. And and that's why I'm not filming the first episode. But I'm going to uh, make a Instagram account. I'm going to probably name it the Yid, the Rambling Yid. I think it's going to just be a Rambling Yid. I don't think anyone has this name. So just type in the Rambling Yid sorry um on instagram and i think then just for the first episode if anyone's even listening in the first episode just um write comments down there and then in the end i think i will start a youtube channel for it and then you could just comment on the youtube and then i will read comments when i'm doing the next podcast um but yeah what was i talking about um oh yeah exactly um so my vision or my 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 thinking was Kane is just not the same player as he was two years ago. So Kane is for me, at the moment, not a number nine anymore. So he's more a number 10. But he still is a brilliant number nine if he can get the balls. Um, can they get the balls? Can, uh, if he gets, you know, the ball to him, you know what I mean. I'm not talking about this balls, you, you, you cheeky boggers. I'm talking about footballs all right um so i always think if we put bentacore and hoibjerk as the central midfield and put kane as a number 10 and then kane has this offensive uh, offensive um the, the 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 do you say offensive midfield i think you say you just know you the offensive part of i don't uh, the offensive part of, of a midfield, anyway, you know what I mean, the number 10, because um, he plays like a number 10 anyway, because he's not getting the balls, so that's why we should just actually put him as a number 10, I mean, he's, he can still go up front in the goal um, and catch up if there's a cross coming in, but I just think like we should put Bentico and Hoiberg as a centre mid and then put... Um, Kane as a number 10 with Son and Kulu on the wings and then put Richarlison when he's fit again uh, up front as a number 9 because we Richarlison was doing a bit in, in the World Cup. He was playing so good as a number 9 
so I just feel like he's used. He's just a a, a useless talent uh, being on the wing because he's just a brilliant number nine. And we have now Kane, who is a brilliant striker, a brilliant number nine. But is like because he has always, you know, get has to um, get the balls. He's by himself. Um, I just feel like why don't we put Kane on the number ten? And um, you know, I just feel like it. it this sh- would make so much sense. And then we have Richarlison as a number nine. And if if a cross coming in, Kane can still catch up. You know, because a number ten is not that far away over nine, but he still has the offensive and creativity of an of a midfielder. So we, that means we 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 wouldn't even have to spend loads of another midfielder. We just have Kane, and then maybe like one other cre- just a creative midfielder in case Kane is injured or Kane is playing in, in as a striker in in other options. You know, but. I just feel like that would make so much sense, but I'm not thinking that Conti or whoever is is trusting himself to do that. I just don't feel like they would. Um, but anyway, um, that was a thinking I have because then we could spend in one midfielder definitely a right wing back because we are lacking definitely at the most part in a in a right wing back because Emerson is just crap. Really, is is not doing what he has to. Um, and it's just not enough. So yeah, for me, right wing back, another centre back, and a creative midfielder, and then maybe try and put Kane on a on a ten position. And I actually think we would be a decent team because at the moment um, we just look characterless, and I don't think um, it, it it will looking like we want to win. Of course we want to win, but it just doesn't look like it. We just it doesn't look like we really want to win. Or if it, it does look like we want to win, but only in the second half, because we just have a problem in the first half where we're not playing as we should. We always see that in the second half, we have the quality and we can beat teams in the second half. Why are we not doing it in the first half? Concede in the first half always. And then in the second half, we play like the best, you know. So it's just, it doesn't get in my head how we can you know how that changes in after the break i don't know it's it's like we all know what it's a, what our problem is and the players know it themselves as well why can't we change it it just it's it, it was really weird it's like a weird problem i mean when you come and you know it's game day why don't why aren't you ready in the first half i just i don't get it but anyway um i have to quickly check if everything is still recording cuz uh, something is a bit weird. I have to cut. Let's see how that happens. I hope I don't delete anything. I've did now. <laughs> all right. No, should all be fine. Um. All right. Um. Yes. That's that's what I um uh was thinking. And now we have like a bit of an other transfer, which um for me it's like it makes sense in a way. If but you know, they, Tottenham are considering a move for Everton goalkeeper Jordan Pickford. Jordan Pickford, brilliant goalkeeper, would take him. But do we need a goalkeeper? I don't know. Like, Lloris is making good saves still. He's not good with his foot, but we all know that. But I just still feel like now Lloris is enough. And I just feel like if Levy is actually lacking of money and is not having enough money to spend on players, is now the right time to spend it on a goalkeeper? 
I don't know. I feel, I just feel like defensive and uh, the defense and midfield is way more important to improve ourselves than in the goalkeeping part. Because if Lloris is not playing good, I, f- I still feel that Fo- Foster is uh, um, playing, uh, you know, playing good enough for us. I just feel like he's still all right. Like he's a good goalkeeper. He he played all right against Brentford as well can't really much he could have done there um so i just don't feel like it's the right time to buy a new goalkeeper but maybe we have to act because you know um interest is coming in summer i don't know if if he wants to leave everton i'm not really sure on that but you know um yeah um another thing of the brentford game was you know at the moment sun it's not at his best, but I still feel like he played a good game um, against Brentford. Um, but I just see so many comments that are against Son, and I just don't understand why. I mean, Son is one of our best players, and we all love Son. Um, and yes, he did not play uh, like he did last season. And the first half of the season before the World Cup wasn't his best, and sometimes he really lacked of quality and there was critique and I feel like the critique was right. Like he had, he has to hear it, you know, that he's not playing well, but I just don't, I feel like he knows it as well, you know, because you can see it in his stats. But to get him, you know, like to get abused, I just don't feel like it's right. I mean, Son is still one of our best players and I don't think he played bad against uh, Brentford. I feel I feel like he played good and I, I feel he made the runs. He he tried to score and in the first half he was actually one of the best players. So I don't feel like just because he didn't score doesn't mean he can get abused because there's you know there's not always scoring that means you have played a good game. Sometimes it's the runs you make, the the the, the ambition you show, which is sometimes even more important. So I don't think it's fair to say, to abuse Son um, on the Brentford game, at least. I mean, when you look at his overall form this season, yes, you could say he could do better. But just like, you know, we have like oversensitive fans sometimes. And when when we play Brentford, just to be like, oh, no, Son was shit and blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's right because Son, he didn't play bad. It's just he didn't make a goal. And I just feel like... It would be wrong, on, at least on the Brentford game, to abuse him. And speaking of abuse, I mean, um, Kane definitely got abused after missing the penalty um, at the World Cup. But um, as Kane, as I thought of Kane, you know, Kane is just, I don't know, his personality, I think it's just brilliant because after such a miss and letting the country down, uh, it sounds stupid, but it was a bit like that. Um to come back and score twice and nearly make a... Uh, uh, he didn't score twice, sorry. But to score and nearly score twice, um, just hit the bar with his head. But um, to nearly score twice after such a miss just shows his character, which and I think, like, I feel like he's the perfect captain for us. Um, I think he should be captain our team, but... That's not a topic we can talk about. Um, I just feel like... I, just, I was just impressed about Kane just coming back from the World Cup after such a miss. And, um, 
you know, like being that active uh, in the second half and scoring. And um, yeah, it's, it's just really cool to see. And I hope in our first home game that Kane gets the uh, appreciation and, and uh, cheering him on, um, you know, to just let him show that we love him anyway uh, regarding if if he scores or missed and I mean he is our best player at the moment and I just feel like even we can get so much more out of him if we play him on a 10 I'm back on this topic now but I just feel like he could have been he could be such a brilliant player when he plays on this 10 position um, but yeah anyway we'll see and um, uh, I just I would really love to see if that actually happens that someone puts him in the 10 and Richard is on the 9 I just I feel like I could be a a a a, a gaff of a team but I'm not sure it really happens to be honest but it could be cool it would actually be cool and yeah I feel like um I've talked about any f- most part of it um maybe I can talk about um what I think happens against Aston Villa um I feel like it's going to be a tough game anyway. Um, I hope Romero is back, which then would make me a bit more confident. Um, But I still think it's going to be a tough game. As Villa is 12th at the moment with 18 points, which doesn't really mean anything. I mean, Brentford is on 20 points. um, But I mean, Brentford is on a good run. Um, But I still feel like Aston Villa is going to be a tough game. Um, I know they lost uh, against Liverpool, but that's not too bad, to be honest. They won against Brighton, which is like actually quite impressive because um, they uh, are on a good streak as well. Um, and they won against Manu, but that was, of course, all before the World Cup. But I still feel like, I mean, the confidence of Aston Villa is probably high and I f- still think... I feel like anyone playing us feels like they can get a win out of us because we are just like such a random team. So it's going to be a tough game. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, I don't know when this episode is coming out. It's probably coming out on maybe on the 30th of December if I have everything ready already. Um, and if that is the if that is the case, then it will be out on the 30th of December, which is... the. <laughs> In still in 2022, um, and then I, we just can start this podcast um, in the new year. Um, as I said, this is more like a test episode. I feel like it's probably going to end up similar to this every time. I hope I can get guests on it, um, which would be really cool to discuss Spurs with someone else. Um, but as I said, I have to find someone who actually wants to talk for 50 minutes in a podcast. Um, and I have to find someone who speaks English because I want to do this podcast in English because it feels like, um, you know, Spurs, English, and uh, it's just, it feels more relatable. And I think I can get more people to listen to this podcast if I do it in English. And that is the aim. And I just, I really love doing this podcast. I had so much fun doing this now, talking for 35 minutes now. Um, I just, it really felt great. Um, I really hope... Um, some people find this podcast uh, fun and, and, and enjoy to listen and I hope some of you are writing comments um, and and get your opinions on this bullshit I sometimes make uh, speak uh, or 
talk <laughs> and as i said I'm, my english is not the best sometimes so sometimes i mean it's all right but sometimes i there's like a word missing and i just sort of describe it in the end and then uh yeah i hope you just don't mind too bad um and just yeah go with the flow of uh, of this podcast and um yeah i, I don't think Oh, I actually wanted to talk about. Yeah, I I started. This is why. This is again why I'm calling it rambling yet because I start. I actually started talking about what I think the Aston Villa game will turn out. But now I'm just ending this podcast without even. You know, my thoughts are sometimes all over the place. But this is probably why I love doing podcasts because it's just talking, and I actually love to talk. Uh, so, what do I think about Aston Villa? Um, I think it's gonna be a 2-1. I feel like we will score two goals first and then get one back. Um, but, you know, after the first half last game, we should actually um, not concede at all because we just should be standing right there and show presence. Uh, I hope Romero is back, so that would make me more confident. Maybe we can get a 2-0 out of it. But I still feel like even if Romero's coming back, I still feel like there is a bit of defense missing. Um, so I still, f- yeah, that's why I'm going with 2-1. I still feel like we concede once. Um, but yeah, that was it for this podcast. I hope you see us in the next year. And um, I hope we f- you follow me on this journey. Uh, as I said, I will upload. M- I don't know if I'm going to do a schedule um, because there's like sometimes it's fun to just directly after the game to speak about it maybe i'm gonna do if champions league is on um maybe i'm gonna just do like a you know two two episodes a week or maybe i'm just gonna upload whenever i want or maybe i'm just gonna do it um and upload every monday maybe after the weekend and just sort of make one podcast with like the whole week in it so if there was an FA Cup or Champions League game I just talk about that on Sunday as well and just make like a weekly podcast about Spurs Um, but yeah I feel like I'm just gonna find that out myself um, and you will probably see Um, and yeah I hope you follow me on this journey as I said and I hope we see or hear us next time in the next episode and yeah come on you Spurs bye bye (laughs)